We are on Yevamos Hey Amabez 5B1 in the Archical Gemara. The Gemara has been trying to find a source according to the Rabbanan, according to the majority who disagree with Tana Debe Rishmal, trying to find the source for the concept of Esadochalosase, that a positive commandment overrides a negative commandment. And it gave three different suggestions uh, to be the source for this concept of a positive commandment overriding a negative, negative commandment, and it rejected all three different suggestions. And now the Gemara is going to come on to its final suggestion and accept this, this final suggestion. And it's basically going to be the same source that we started off with. We had an original source, which is from the smuchim, from the connection in verses. Two verses were juxtaposed to each other, one with shatnez, one with tzitzis. And we said that we could prove from here that there was a... We expound upon these two verses to say that you're allowed to wear tzitzis, which is a positive commandment, even though you are violating a negative commandment of wearing shatnas, of wearing wool and linen together. And the Gemara pointed out at the time that it only fit the only, we can only do this if there's an extra word. We need an extra word in the verse to then apply the principle of smuchim, to apply this principle that we could expound upon these two verses that are next to each other. And at the time we said it only, only according to one opinion is there an extra word in the verse. But according to other opinions, without getting into all the details, according to the other opinions, there is no extra word. So the Gemara is now going to suggest that really we go back to that original source, which is, and the Gemara is going to conclude like that, that it's from Tzitzis and Shatnes. But the question is, where is the extra word? What's the extra word or the extra phrase in the verse, either by Tzitzis, it could either be an extra word found by Tzitzis, or it could be an extra word or phrase found by Shatnes, by the prohibition to wear uh, wool and linen together, as long as it has some word within these two verses that's extra, so then we can apply this principle of smuchim, of connecting, of expounding upon these two verses to teach us the principle of a positive, that a positive mitzvah can override a negative commandment. So that's what the Gemara is going to do. And along the way, the Gemara, the whole time, is basically going to say, well, maybe this word is extra. And the Gemara is going to say, no, we can learn a certain principle, a certain halacha, a law based on that word. Maybe, and then they're going to say, well, maybe this word is extra. And the Gemara again is going to say, no, you know, we can learn something from that word as well. There's something that we could, there's a reason why that word is there. And that's what the Gemara is going to do until it comes to its conclusion that there is actually an extra word. Okay, so let's see the Gemara inside. The Gemara says, Ella, just two words from the bottom of the previous page, Ella Really, it's from the original source of Tzitzis and Shatnis. Now we're now in 5b1 in the article, in the first column. So what's the extra word, asks the Gemara. We can only apply the concept of smuchin to connect shatnez and tzitzis if there's an extra word. What is that extra word? The word is the fact that the verse says, by tzitzis it says, gedilim tase lach, that you should make gedilim. Gedilim literally means fringes. Why didn't he use the regular word of tzitzis? The regular word you should use is tzitzis. We know tzitzis as the fringes. So why use the word gedilim? So it must be that it's coming to teach us something, coming to tell us that it's an extra word or it's a replaceable word. It was a word that should not have been used. And the fact that they use the word gedilim is to teach us this principle of Esadur Halusase. The Gemara is going to say, no, we really need the word gedilim for something else. What do we need it for? gedilim arba. The word gedilim, uh, which means fringes which are attached, which are put together, 
the word gedil in the singular means two. You always need two to put put them together by definition. The minimal amount is two. You can't put one thing together. It's two things that you put together. The fact that it's put in the plural, gedilim, in the plural, in the Hebrew plural, that means it's two times two. It's two plus two, which is four. That's how we know we have to have for each corner, this is the source for the concept of having four strings. If you look at a pair of tzitzis, you have four strings. They really, as we're about to see, they fold over the string, so it comes out to be eight, but it's really just four strings which are folded over. So they have eight strings, it looks like eight strings on all four sides of the garment, uh, but it's really just four strings on each side which are just folded over. How do we know that it's folded over? As the Gemara continues, Asei Gedil Uposleyu Mitocho. The, ver- the Pasuk, the verse says that it should be a Gedil, which means twined together, Then, but it also uses the word a psil, and psil means that it's a thread, a loose thread. So how do you fit the two together? So the Gemara explains that at first, as Rashi explains, you should first twine them together, and then they should be loose, which is what we have on our tzitzis. And our tzitzis, if you look at a pair of tzitzis, they are uh, interwoven together, they are, they're twined together, and then they are separate at the ends, they are separate, uh, separate strings, but because they're folded over, uh, it ends up being eight strings. It appears to be eight strings, but it's really four strings which are just folded over. Okay, so that's what that's the law of tzitzis that we that comes out of the word gedilim. So once that's the case, the word gedilim is not extra. We actually need it for something. We need it to teach us this principle that we have four strings folded them over, and that they have to be twined together in the in the beginning, and then it has to be separate threads in the end. So what now? We go back to the original question: What is the extra word or phrase? Within these two verses, the Gemara says, "Im kain lemer kalos of shatnez temro pishtim yachtav lamalish mamino lafnuye." The Gemara says, "Not it's not an extra word by tzitzis, but it's really an extra word by shatnez by this prohibition to wear wool and linen together." And it says the extra word is that the verse says, "Do not wear shatnez wool and linen," and it should have just stopped. But it adds one extra word. It adds the word together. You should not wear wool and linen together. That word together is. Extra, superfluous. So it must be that that's the extra word to tell me that I can connect shatnez to the next verse, which is about tzitzis. The Gemara says, no. Even the word yachtov, the word yachtov together comes to teach us a certain law. What law does it teach us? It's coming to teach us that, what does it mean that wool and linen is together? What does it mean to have a garment that's wool and linen to, that, that's made up of wool and linen together? The, the word together is coming to explain that it's not just a, a weak form of a connection of just uh, one stitch, just by having one stitch. You need to have two stitches. It has, to be, it has two different stitches, um, two different passes of the needle. That's co- between the wool and the linen. That itself is considered uh, together. That's considered a real attachment. If it's just one, then that does, that's not sufficient to define this garment as a garment of wool and linen together. So the word together is needed to teach us this idea that it has to be two passes of the needle to uh, to create this type of an attachment. So the Gemara now is back to its original question. So then what is the extra word? Where do we find the extra word? So the Gemara says, Why can't the verse just say, a person shouldn't wear wool and linen together? And that's it. It adds the word shatness. Why does it have the word shatnes? Shatnes is the, the name that we refer to the prohibition, but why, what's it doing there? What does it mean? It's not necessary 
So it must be that it's extra to apply the principle, as we've been mentioning, of Esadil Chalosa, say that a positive commandment overrides a negative commandment. The Gemara again objects to this. And the Gemara says, Vakasimi now, what does shatnism mean? What does the word shatnism mean? It's really, it's, uh, it's, it's an acronym for shua, tavoy, vinos. That it has to be smoothed, then spun, and then woven together. So, what exactly has to be smoothed, smoothed then spun, and woven together? So, Rashi explains that the wool and linen together, they have to be together, smooth spun and woven together to make this the the individual threads and they they the wool and linen have to be have to be created actually the actual thread has to be created together and just parenthetically it, it seems to be that we have two different ways this is how some of the commentators explain there's really two different ways to get to shotness of having wool and linen together one way is by making the actual strings themselves made up of wool and linen together that's this idea of shotness of smoothing them together, the actual the individual wool linen to make it into a thread, having, the, having them spun and woven to, to create that individual thread that they're woven together. Alternatively, you could have a wool string and a linen string, which is what we discussed before, and to stitch them together. To actually stitch them together would be an alternative way to have the individual strings. One is, a, is wool and one is linen, and to stitch them together. These might be two different ways of creating shotness, and it's not it's not the time for now, but it might, there might be some practical differences between uh, these two different forms of shotness. But either way, the Gemara seems to be saying now that even the word shotness is necessary. The word shotness itself is also necessary to teach us this principle that the fact that it has to be smoothed together, spun together, and woven together. And we're back to our original question: What is the extra word in the verse to teach us the principle of smuchim that we could? Uh, Expound upon two verses that are next to each other in order to have this principle of Esadil Chalosa say that a tzitzis, the positive mitzvah of tzitzis, overrides the negative commandment of shatnis. So, where does it come from? So, the Gemara answer is turning to 5b2, nafka. It all comes from shatnis, meaning as follows. We really learn out two different ideas from the word shatnis itself. First of all, the fact that it used the word shatnis as opposed to not saying anything or opposed to saying the word kilayim, which is really the broader term that's used for shatnas. The fact that he uses the word shatnas is there to teach us about the fact that it has to be shua tavoyvinos, that it has to be smooth, spun, and woven. That's what shatnas is an acronym for. Uh, but there's also a second idea of shatnas. The question is, why didn't the Torah actually just spell out? Shua Tavoy Vinos, that has to be smooth, spun, and woven. Why did the Torah put it as an acronym? What was the reason behind that? And the reason behind that, says the Gemara, is to teach us that it's not just about the laws of Shatnez that has to be smooth, spun, and woven, but that there's something else going on here, which is that uh, the verses, the its verse and the next verse of Tzitzis are connected, and that we could apply the, the principle of Smucham to expound upon the two verses together. And that is the conclusion of the Gemara. Uh, the conclusion of the Gemara is that we could use the word shatnis. It's a little bit extra because even though we do learn something from that word, but it's an acronym. And why do they put in the acronym? That is to teach us that we could expand. It's an extra part of the verse so that we could expound upon the two verses. And in the end of the day, everybody is in agreement. 
everybody agrees that the source for the concept of Esadochalosa say that a positive commandment overrides a negative commandment comes from these two verses that Tzitzit, which is a positive commandment, could override uh, Shatnas, which is the violation of the negative commandment of wearing wool and linen together. We will continue with the next record with uh, the Gemara in the next recording.